is interesting. A um, lot of news out just in the last, like, dozen hours. Starting last night, I guess Laura Ingram went big with this on her show. She's been in Washington, D.C. forever. She clerked for Justice Thomas way back in the day. Right. And she went big on her show yesterday about how now is the time to name the names of all these scumbag politicians who've been groping women. And the New York Times going with the story that they've made it impossible for women and accusers over the year to come forward and get anywhere. And there's a big list of names out there that were being kept secret of people that are known gropers. Who has them? Who uh, has the well, list? I think Sarah Westwood might know the answer to that question. Laura Ingram was saying now is the time for people to name names. Parties shouldn't matter anymore. we got to get this out there. Is that fitting in with the breaking news of the morning or of the last 15 minutes that Al Franken, Senator Al Franken, stuck his tongue down some model's throat? Sarah Westwood is the White House correspondent for the Washington Examiner and joins us now. Hello, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, it's always uh, our pleasure. Thanks. Al Franken ever grabbed you? Oh, boy. No, luckily not. Good. So, so you're a reporter. Put this all together for us. Well, this is a really huge development for a few reasons. One, because pretty much everyone who's been accused lately of sexual assault or sexual harassment has almost immediately lost their job or been forced to resign, whether that's been in the private sector, uh, whether that's been in journalism. I mean, we saw Mark Halperin was instantly forced out at NBC. We saw Kevin Spacey lose uh, a bunch of entertainment contracts, lose his show. Uh, and so you would logically assume that the same sort of outcome would be demanded in the case of Senator Al Franken. And these allegations certainly raise the question of whether Franken is one of these unnamed politicians who are known gropers, like you just mentioned, now that there is an on-record allegation, one of the first against a sitting elected official um, in this new post-Harvey Weinstein era. Uh, it's going to really c- cause a lot of digging into his past, and I think it's possible that there will find more allegations like this once reporters start digging. Well, uh, you know, judging from what we're hearing, if everybody who's ever sexually harassed someone in D.C. lost their job, you could rent out some of those Senate and congressional office buildings as low-rent hotels because all the offices are going to be empty. Uh, Is this this so-called list, does it exist? Are Are there rumblings that there's about to be an earthquake? What have you heard? I think that there's, it's entirely possible that those names are going to start to come out. There's certainly a lot of pressure for people who are coming out and accusing lawmakers of, of attacking women and, and then withholding the names to start naming names. I think that's the logical next step of this Me Too movement, not just to come forward and say, I've been sexually harassed, but to identify the people who are doing it because the environment is so supportive for the women who are accusing it. And then there's this overwhelming, um, there's this overwhelming tendency right now to believe women. And this accuser of Al Franken doesn't just have a compelling story. She has photographic evidence. That's really different than a lot of the allegations we've seen. And it's important to remember, there's no way Al Franken can deny this. Right. <laughs> because there's a picture of it. So there's no way out for him. Um, and so it'll just be fascinating to see how he responds. I'm not sure that in any other case there's irrefutable evidence. Any other politician in this situation would be able to say, you know, I don't remember this. I, I dispute this account. Well, he just uh, he Al just Franken doesn't have that ability. He just put out a statement. Here's Senator Franken's statement. 
I certainly don't remember the rehearsal for the skit in the same way, but I send my sincerest apologies to Leanne. As to the photo, it was clearly intended to be funny, but wasn't. I shouldn't have done it. That's his statement. All right. Where did the photo come from? Her. Her. It seems like the photographer on the trip took pictures, gave her a CD of the pictures to take home afterward, and she discovered it once she'd returned. That's pretty interesting that, uh, you know, you're, you're whoever was able to keep that picture quiet for since 2006. Well, she had it. She just didn't want to put it out. She didn't want to deal with it. I wonder if she's the only one who had it. The, the photographer would have had it, wouldn't he? It just yeah. seems like a, yeah. you know, well, that that's a heck of a joke. Hey, look, this girl's passed out. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hands on her breast. Take right. a picture of me as a U.S. senator. Whoa, that's an edgy joke. Well, that was that was long before he was a senator, wasn't it? Wait, that was the, back the, when he was a comedian. The interesting is that she sat on that picture while he was running. She could have mm. sold it during the campaign if she had had any real ill will against him to lose his seat. But the fact that she's releasing it now suggests that there's something much deeper at work in society that she feels compelled to do it in this moment where everyone else is starting to come forward with allegations. And she mentioned in her piece when she's writing about it that her her experience with Senator Al Franken, him forcibly grabbing the back of her head and forcing his tongue down her throat, matched a description that California Congresswoman Jackie Speer described as an unnamed lawmaker doing to women. So I think that that will raise a lot of eyebrows, whether he is one of these unnamed lawmakers that's alleged to have also uh, sexually harassed women. Well, he's a named lawmaker now. I, yeah, I would suggest grabbing a woman and, and, and forcibly kissing her is not unique to Al Franken. Um, but but we'll see. You know, the uh, the picture is plainly played for wacky, wacky comedy for sure. in front of people. So, you know, it's different than like a Harvey Weinstein or a Kevin Spacey groping somebody and they're afraid, can I get away? What to the hell is happening to me? To me, that um, picture just makes it more believable that he stuck his tongue in her mouth behind backstage, it, doesn't it? Make well, it he more doesn't likely. remember it that way, Jack. <laughs> you know, that's, come on. Somebody accuses me of that. I, I say, I never did that. I would never do that. I don't know why this person is making this up, but it didn't happen. And if it, if you did stick your tongue in some model's mouth, not your wife, yes, uh, you would remember it. Mm, perhaps. So. Well, we'll, I, we'll see. I, you know, Sarah, I don't think he's going to lose his job. <sighs> you are right, though. There have been some... Uh, you know, harsh penalties have come down on these people worse than I thought. I mean, Louis C.K., I didn't think he'd lose all his FX shows that he's done all these years. I didn't think they'd be yanked off the air. Pardon the expression. Um, uh, and all the things that that have happened. Kevin Spacey, the house, of, all that stuff going away. It is it is very fair. Mark Halpern going away. It, yeah. Yeah, I just think this is this is at a different, not quite as severe level as those people. Well, well, but keep in mind those were allegations alone. There's a there's a photograph involved, and I think that that will make this that image will be burned into the minds of voters. You can bet yeah. Republicans will start using that in advertisements. So I think it's Minnesota. This, the picture alone could make you or break know, this skin. It's not oh, Sarah. What a great point. Uh, that's going to be in ads. Do you want to re reelect this pervert? And it's Minnesota. It's not Florida or California, you know, right. uh, in terms of behavior. Um, also, a number of these stories, almost all of the stories, actually, 
Somebody comes out and says something like this, then five more women do by the end of the day. That's the way almost all of these stories have played out. Mm. I can't even think of one of one of these people that's been brought down by an accusation. That one 14-year-old boy of Kevin Spacey that happened over the weekend a couple of weekends ago, then by Monday morning you had 20 more people. Right. So are there a whole bunch of women that are going to come out before sunset tonight saying, yeah, Al Franken did that to me too? That's the pattern for all these. That's extremely likely, and I can tell you uh, that right now in newsrooms all across Washington, reporters are pulling up a spreadsheet of former Al Franken female staffers, cold calling all of them right now. You can bet if there are more allegations out there. Uh, Reporters know where to start digging for this congressional sexual harassment scandal that has kind of been simmering at the surface, waiting for a name, waiting for a lead. Well, here's a big one. So you can... That that's happening right now. And and on the very day that you've got people saying, we've got to do something about the culture here in D.C., the very day, the very hour that they are addressing their long systemic problem with putting up with sexual abuse. Right. This comes out. That's yeah, if, if there are, if there are multiple women that come out today, and I'll bet that there are. Mm. I doubt that he did this one time in his life. If there are multiple women that come out today, he could be in serious trouble. Yeah. Exactly. And like you mentioned, with all the noise being made on Capitol Hill right now to clean up this culture of sexual abuse, <laughs> this is the very first name to be named. So it would yeah. be very difficult to imagine that he wouldn't face severe consequences in that environment. Sure, Congress is running around with a pair of goat's horns dying to put them on somebody. And Al sticks his head up and says, bah. (laughs) Sarah Westwood of the Washington Examiner. Sarah, you got work to do, I'm sure, so we'll let you go, but thanks a million. Thank you. Always great to talk to you. How great was it to get to talk to her and find out that, that there are reporters all over D.C. calling every female staffer Al Franken's ever had. Sure. Not to mention, you know, gals from uh, SNL or, or what have you. Oh, you know yeah. what's amazing to me is that, that Al Franken's heterosexual. So now he strikes me as completely asexual. Little, <laughs> little background, Sean. What do we know about him? Uh, he's married to his wife. Met her his first year at Harvard. They have two children, both of them adults. Ah. Uh, this incident happened in 2004. He was not a senator until I believe 2008. So this okay. was before his his time in government. Uh, so uh, his wife can't be real happy about it. Um, of course, he's going to say it never happened. <sighs> can you? Can December you... of 06. According to Leanne Tweeden. So can you... So shortly before he became a senator. Yes. Can you... Uh, I mean, I realize it's underage women with Moore, but can the Democrats howl and scream about Roy Moore at the same time that they will give Al Franken a pass? If there, I'm assuming there's going to be multiple women. No, the but there's the no need to. There's no need to. Uh, Al Franken's got a safe seat. The governor is a Democrat. Will appoint. I think that the governor is a Democrat. It's a very blue state. She think they'll they howl appoint him out. somebody else, and and they can keep howling. So they fit him with the goat's horns, which he deserves. So he could be done then. You send think. him packing. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. We'll have to see how it politically. Plays. It seems like the smart move. We are pure. See, we kicked out Al Franken. More. What is wrong with you people? And they get to keep the 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 D seat. You're right about that. And. Mm. Uh, hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Just uh, picture the most morally reprehensible course of action you can, and then assume <laughs> that's the one that will be taken. You need only you can do this. You're the perfect person for this. Uh oh. <laughs> you sat right across from Al Franken at lunch. Yes, I did. I did. How sexy did he seem to you? Oh, oh boy. You know, 
I remember you guys sitting over there, and it, you weren't talking. I thought, I'd kind of like to sit next to a guy who wrote for Saturday Night Live, but it didn't look like y'all were yucking it up. He was <laughs> among the most serious, and uh, no, serious was, is the wrong word. If he'd been serious, that could have been interesting. He was humorless. Like I was sitting with Glenn Beck or somebody, and I thought, you're sitting, you get to talk to Al Franken. Utterly humorless, unhappy to be there. Feeding his face audibly. He was the least well dressed person there. We were at this really nice restaurant. And it was a you know, pretty, pretty uh, auspicious crowd, and he yeah. was in sweats more or less. Not more or less sweats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he just he he had no interest in being there. Is the the right. long and short of it? Now Leanne Tweeden may have been forced to rinse the the terrible taste out of her mouth, but I was forced to watch that mouth (laughs) loudly chewing for an hour. Imagine my trauma. So you're the victim. I'm the real victim here. Joe Getty, radio host, comes forward having had to watch Al Franken eat. I had to in sweats. I had to (laughs) I had to run to the bathroom and rinse my eyes so I never have to see that in my mind again. That mouth of his nom nom nom. Yeah. So, oh, come on. I, yeah, it's his, it was having a rough day. So, yes or no, there are more Al Franken accusers by the end of the day. I think it's an absolute yes. You know, once in a while, somebody will be on the road, uh, as they were doing the USO tour, and do something completely out of character. I'd say that's kind of a long shot compared to the horse named He Does This Now and Again. Yeah. Huh. If there aren't more, I'm going to accuse him. So, yes, there will be more accusations. Plus, okay. Me having to watch that mouth. It's terrible. We'll keep an eye on this. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Astronomers announced on, uh, today that they have discovered an Earth-sized planet in our corner of the galaxy that is potentially habitable by humans. Yes. Yeah, they think the planet may have breathable air and drinkable water, which is impressive because we barely have those things here in Los Angeles. <laughs> the planet in question orbits a star called Ross 128. It's part of a larger solar system that includes Chandler, Joey, and Monica 128. <laughs> I get it. Choose. Um, so <laughs> don't don't start it. Like a parent, when one of the kids starts teasing the other kid, don't even start. Just don't seem like the juice anymore. <laughs> See now it's out of hand. It's hard not to do. Oh my god. Uh, so uh, several people have made this joke. So you were forced to watch Al Franken masticate. <laughs> In sweatpants. The fact that you came up with that and I didn't, I salute you, my friends. That's pretty good. Oh, and whoever tipped us off to Sarah Westwood tweeting about that story, that's turned us on to it. Yeah. Uh, A listener got it. Staff didn't. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Anyway, so we call her and have her on, and that was some interesting information that people are going to be going hard after anybody who, uh, you know, worked with Al Franken as a female, see if there is anybody else out there. And uh, CNN, at least... I was checking in the in the lunchroom, going wall to wall. Interesting with the Al Franken sexual accusations. So it's going to be something he's got to answer for today. Well, the uh, the expression "the dam breaking" may be a tad overused, but according to everything I've heard about DC, and I've talked to 
many women who've worked in D.C., you know, in various capacities, there is a reservoir of accusations just waiting for the dam to break. And I think the dam may have broken. Um, You know, incredibly exploitive, you know, mad men, ungentlemanly, quote-unquote, old-school behavior which has endured far beyond, you know, any excuses oh, you can yeah. make. There's, but there's, but it's powerful men and young women who are powerless. And, and you know, it's the story of mankind. And we're learning today that which they... Which doesn't had, make it right. We'd learned today that they'd set up a, an HR slash legal system that made it impossible to do anything about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All I know is about D.C. now and the capital of California in Sacramento, and both were designed deliberately to serve the powerful at the expense of the powerless in those great enclaves of looking out for you, the the great, you know, leading the the shining cities on the hill of big government utopianism. We might have 30 names by tomorrow of accusees in the Senate and the House. God, how many 70-year-old dudes in the House or the Senate, have a trail of women with stories like this model who's working with Al Franken. There's got to be a there's got to be a, a, a half dozen. That's a guarantee, isn't right. it? Right. Yes. Oh yeah. In D.C., half a dozen hundred wouldn't shock me if you go back a ways. But yeah, you know, Bill Clinton once said something really interesting, and I know a lot of you hate him, but I find him to be like a a Shakespearean character. Uh, it's just enormous strength and enormous flaws. He once said what he regrets most about the Monica Lewinsky thing is that he did it because he could. And that it was just so weak and pathetic. And that's an interesting thing to be ashamed of. But, you know, if you keep that in mind, you have a city full of, of powerful old men or not so old men who think, who do these things because they can. And, and they just they're like animals. I don't know. I'd say maybe it's the way I, brought, I was brought up or whatever. But it's just, it, it, just that lack of respect for any woman. And then to just because you have the power to do that, I just I got no respect for those guys. And and the list should be interesting when it comes out. So I've long advocated that everybody should go to D.C. now and again. Um, for a number of reasons. Number one, the mon- the monuments are gorgeous, particularly at night. It it reminds you of why this country was founded and the principles on which it was, which is absolutely worth reflecting on multiple times throughout your life. Uh, you can really resent and mistrust the government, but still love your country. Also, you ought to go to be reminded of the giant money-making colossus that is the federal government. How rich they're all getting. God, go! It's like the capital from the Hunger Games. But don't forget the incredible museums. And there's a brand new one. If you've never done the Smithsonian's, quit your job right now and go tomorrow. Um, especially in the wintertime because it's way less crowded. But the, the museums are wonderful and breathtaking. And the Museum of the Bible opens this weekend. I know. I'm excited. I want to go. They spent, what, a half a billion dollars on this thing. It's expensive. Yeah, really? The Bible! That's right. Oh, you know what? That's right. I was going to play a game in which the president tried to guess uh, what museum was opening, and I forgot. <laughs> that would have been so good. That would have been funny. Damn it, Michael. That's yeah, a shame. It would have been good. Yeah, it would have been good. <laughs> I'm so pissed now, I can't even talk about this. Anyway, so um, the only thing I'd really heard about this was that the Hobby Lobby family, the Green family, 
had spent an amazing amount of money to collect uh, artifacts and, and that sort of stuff and to build a thing and that they'd gotten busted for, like, illegal imports of some artifacts. And that's the only thing I'd heard about it. Well, the uh, art and architecture critic of the WAPO has visited the thing, and he is raving about it. He says it will set a new standard for how this country's museums fuse entertainment and education. It is rich in content, stocked with historic treasures, and carefully plotted to appeal to audiences of all ages. Uh, brings to the to museum design the sophisticated marketing intelligence of the Green family. Uh, that's one-stop shopping cultural experience with history, art, architecture, theater, and music conveniently packaged under one roof. What it does well, it does... As well or better than any museum in the country, um, it says there are failings uh, which will be difficult to detect unless you're a scholar or firmly committed secularist. But it, it says it's up to date, uh, that telling linear stories in a complex and detailed way. It doesn't foreground trendy ideas about multiculturalism, and it isn't, quote, thematic or focused on broad ideas at the expense of chronological clarity. It gives a straightforward account of American history from the first colonists to the civil rights era and beyond through the prism of the Bible, but in a way that many visitors will probably find more compelling and accessible than the dense cultural stew on view at the Smithsonian's Museum of American History. Here's one thing that, you know, atheists and and people who don't give a damn might find interesting. When dealing with the complexities of the Bible's history, the curators don't scant the facts or lapse into the useless generalities of other more populist museums. Um, The leaders have stressed their desire for a professional and unbiased presentation. We want it to be as accurate as possible, as fair as possible, and if you will, as non-sectarian as possible, said Tony Zeiss, the museum's executive director. So, in short, it is a museum, a, a rigorous museum, of the most influential book in, you know, the history of human beings walking around on the earth. Yeah, if you're in the crowd that thinks it's all a bunch of fairy tales, that uh, you could at least make the argument that it's a museum about the most influential book in history. Right. Which is not nothing. And how it came to be and, and yeah. the rest of it and some of the people who are featured in it who were real people. I wonder how much of it is Old Testament and how much of it is New Testament. I'm a New About Testament guy. Two thirds, one third. I would hope, judging by is that the, the way you would do it. No, I don't. I don't. Not me. No, I don't. Uh, well, it depends on your approach. I mean, if you're if you're uh, proselytizing uh, Christianity, which is not a bad word, if you if you believe it's the way souls are saved, you ought to be proselytizing at least to some extent. But um, if it's a museum of the Bible, though, you got to go heavy on the Old Testament. Um, as Christianity emerged from everything that's described in the Old Testament. But if I'm a big Christian family and I'm putting all my money in the dang thing, I want to lean heavy on the uh, the New Testament there. Huh? What? No? What? Well, I guess the role of women and the use of the Bible to limit, limit women's political and cultural status is acknowledged. Interesting. Um, there, yeah, there ain't so much on the gaze, though. This guy wanted more on the gaze. In terms of the Bible and it's uh, being used to justify uh, marginalizing mm-hmm. gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender people. I'm not sure there's much about transgender people. I mean, honestly. is there a whole room that's dedicated to it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, that sort of thing? I or? certainly hope so. I do not know. Even the case of Galileo, arrested and censored by the Inquisition for heresy after arguing that the Earth moves around the sun, is chalked up to... Uh, duh, duh, duh. well, it, it's it's in there. 
Um, I'll check that out next time I'm in Washington, D.C. Sounds fascinating. Show field trip. Everybody get your permission slips. (laughs) But you must have. Joe, you want to be my accountability buddy? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Why not? Um, What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? A GOP tax reform plan in peril. Heroes singled out in the NorCal shooting rampage, and Trump is tweeting life advice to the UCLA basketballers. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Which I'm sure they appreciate. All right, here's a criticism. In expertly made animated videos, biblical narratives are presumed true, and there is little or no discussion of their manifold contradictions. There you go. Um, I'm predicting another Al Franken accuser before we get off the air. I think it's going to happen. Before we get off the air, that's bold. Bold! Boy. But the floodgates are opening. Yep. Now's the time. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Chuck Manson is uh, about to die. Is that what I hear? Hospital in Bakersfield. He'll be missed. Good. Bye-bye. And how much did the taxpayers spend on keeping him incarcerated? Waste of skin. No kidding. Oh, well. Uh, How about the news now with Marshall Phillips? Well, President Trump planning to visit House Republicans this morning. And what's shaping up as a pep rally is the GOP is getting set to muscle attacks overhaul through the House. Republican leaders really want to hand uh, Trump the first crowning legislative achievement of his presidency by Christmas. Meanwhile, you got Senate Leader Mitch McConnell saying it is really time now to get something done. Passing tax reform is the single most important thing we can do right now to support those left behind by the Obama economy. But how obvious is it to you? It's obvious to me. The Republicans need to Chuck McConnell and Paul Ryan. Try something else. I mean, the Democrats are desperate, like starving, like dying of thirst in the desert, desperate to get rid of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And if they don't, they're fools. But if you can't get this done, if you can't get a little party discipline, you can't come together on a set of ideas that are at least good enough for everybody. you got to try something different. What's the downside? I've I've never understood why they hang on. Well, I understand why the leaders hang on, because they like being in power. But I don't understand why you hang on to your leadership so strongly. Right. Uh, Make it a rotating position for all I care. They're fundraisers. That's why. It's all about the money. Mitch! Change the rules of the Senate. Go ahead. Exercise the nuclear option or explain why you're not or do something. And in the Senate, there's a hitch now. Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, the first Republican senator to say he's against the tax legislation. you got Republican senators Susan Collins, Jeff Flake, Ted Cruz, Bob Corker, and John McCain. All votes to watch right now. Speaking of senators, Ron Wyden of Oregon is getting, uh, is getting lispier and lispier. Can somebody get him some dentures that fit or something? Can somebody get me some Ron Wyden, some recent Ron Wyden footage? He sounds like Daffy Duck. I mean, he sounds like a... Is he having some sort of terrible problem I should know about? Sounds like a cartoon, cartoon character. Suffering succotash. Right! Superintendent of the small Northern California elementary schools said that years of practicing lockdowns paid off when a stupid, angry coward went off on a killing uh, rampage charged onto the school grounds, tried to get into the rooms, but their combined, the staff's combined reaction saved countless lives. He went out of his way to salute the school secretary at the school in Tehama County. She rushed outside to get children inside right away, and the head custodian who swooped in, yelling, get into the classrooms, get into the classrooms, at the kids in the play yard. The custodian 
was actually making eye contact with the gunman, drawing his attention, giving them enough time to get the kids inside. The district isn't releasing his name, which is probably a good decision. I happened to read a piece in the WAPO the other day where the reporter was apologizing to the people of, what's the little town in Texas? I mean, don't even say it. Um, The little town in Texas where the terrible church shooting was. And she's saying, look, this is excessive. There are hundreds of us in this tiny little town just sniffing around and, and, and exploiting the blood. Can we stop now? So I hope little Tehama County doesn't have to deal with that. Do you want to hear uh, the latest Ron Wyden audio since you were just complaining yes, about please. it? Yes, yes. This is the end of the first day of the Senate Finance Committee markup, and it's my intention at the end of each day to give a report to folks so that they can hold everybody in the please Senate accountable on this crucial legislation. Don't pass the legislation. I swear so, I'll go insane. So is this just making fun of a speech impediment? Is that what's happening here? I, I, I'm concerned for the man. I'm trying to help him. By the way, the New York Times just came across with breaking news about the accuser and Senator Al Franken. So when it's in the New York Times, it's being taken seriously yeah. by the D's, I guarantee you. Stuck his tongue in a gal's mouth and, and grabbed her her breasts without her permission and then the rest of it. Oh, my. Grabbed her by the back of the head and jammed his tongue down her throat. Thank you. A, well said. A model, not his wife. Right. Uh, that's that's ain't cool, and I'm, I'm thinking it's unlikely he just did it that one time to try right. it out. One final note, UCLA suspending the three basketball players who got arrested and were accused of shoplifting in China during their public apologies. The players did thank President Trump for intervening on their behalf with China's president. And this morning, Trump tweeted, you're welcome. Now go out and give a big thank you to President Xi of China who made your release possible. Trump adding, in caps, have a great life, but be careful. There are many pitfalls on the long and winding road of life. That's good advice. Wow. <laughs> hmm. Exploiting the extra characters you get now on Twitter? Or was that? Uh... <laughs> there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. We left one important aspect out of that big story today about how unfair slash corrupt the system is in Washington, D.C. for coming forward as an accuser of sexual harassment. We okay. left out one key point to the whole story. Mm. i got to bring up coming up. Still waiting for another Al Franken accuser to come forward because I think it's going to happen. Well, and, and that list of pervs in the Capitol is going to be long. I think it's time. Ladies, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. FBI is now investigating Russian embassy payments, and I uh, get this, this is real. There was one memo that was actually labeled to finance election campaign of 2016. <laughs> Even people who use the word password as their password were like, seriously? <laughs> name it that. You gotta name it pizza or something. I saw Elizabeth Warren being interviewed this morning, and uh, she didn't 
restate that the Democratic nomination was rigged, but she didn't walk away from it either. Mm. Uh, which is probably got more headlines than she thought she would when she answered that question. But she definitely didn't say no. That's not what I meant, or tamp it down any. Elizabeth Warren, uh, progressive senator from somewhere in the east, all those little states. We were reminded somebody texted us that they had to Google who Al Franken was. Oh, yeah. Good point. Can't be too hip for the room. No, no. Like, you know, and, and you know what? If not you, everybody's a news junkie. If I start talking about Elizabeth Warren and you don't know who she is, you know what that makes you? Freaking normal. A normal person. How dare you? I'm just jealous. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So Al Franken, Democratic senator from Minnesota, who used to be on Saturday Night Live. I'm looking up at CNN and the picture of him smiling with his hands on the breast of an asleep model now obviously that's done for comedic purposes but that picture being on cnn ain't doing him uh, any good and uh, what, a leering al franklin squeezing the breasts of a sleeping woman in today's climate yes um his hands appear to be actually on her which makes it a little different i mean if you're gonna do a joke hey take a picture of me yeah. and you pretend you're like, like you're reaching going to, for them right that's one thing to yeah. actually put your hands on the breasts of this woman who you're just like a co-worker with who's asleep that's that's a whole different level why didn't he draw a penis on her forehead signed fraternity boys so uh yeah that's it yeah that's a problem it's a, um, a problem for al and we mentioned so the very day this comes out, this is one of the reasons he's in such big trouble, is there's this big this big expose, and supposedly there's a list of all the gropers in D.C. and about how the system has been geared toward the, uh, the, the, the victims of accusations as opposed to the accusers. Right. It, you, it serves the powerful, of course. You would immediately get legal counsel provided for you as a senator or whatever. The woman who's accusing you, she's on her own. She's paying her own dime to try to figure out how to go about taking down a powerful man. As you counterattack, usually. Yeah, Yeah. and you have to stay on the job for months to do this. But here's a key thing I left out that Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity were going big with last night. Tens of millions of dollars have been paid out of taxpayer money in these uh, settlements comes straight out of the U.S. Treasury. Oh, my gosh. If the system is set up, it doesn't. the congressperson doesn't pay it. It wow. comes straight out of the U.S. Treasury. And the only reason you'd settle for, for tens of millions of dollars, you know, this is not one case. It's a bunch of different cases. Sure. But the only reason you're settling this stuff, mostly, would be you did it. And there's no getting out of it. And so we taxpayer are paying for the gropers to get to keep this quiet. And continue doing what they're doing and stay in power. Yeah. Nice system. Keep telling wow. me. Keep telling me why we need higher taxes. Fantastic. Go yeah, go ahead. So state uh, and federal. I swear to God. You know, again, the people who aren't up to their necks in this, I'm just jealous because, like I've said before, it's like being a commentator uh, at a dog fight. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't like the sport. I think it's ugly. It's kind of fun to make fun of, but. I'm just jealous of you folks. But on the other hand, you have no idea the level of criminality going on. And you fall for the, well, we really need higher taxes because all the potholes stuff over and over again. Yeah. God, yeah. those of us who are hip to the criminality, we're slapping our foreheads. We're wishing we could get through to you. We taxpayers are paying for the settlements. That is unfreaking believable. And they're all rich already. And we're paying the settlements.
Incredible. I want to climb, climb to the top of the Washington Monument and, and pretend I'm Harvey Weinstein or Louis C.K., if you know what I mean. Just any rational response to this is impossible. It's just it's too crazy. On the other hand, if all if how many guys? How many guys are going to be on the list? Does the list come out in the next 72 hours? Has of to. all the Congress people, high-level staffers, senators, etc., who who have sexually harassed people. Well, there can't be a list because once it starts, well, they've got the list of all, all the people that are involved in those settlements. That is a list oh, that would exist. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that list obviously wow. would exist because yes. you know that's the holy. The it's well, it's the unholy grail. Gotta have that. Well, it, it, somebody would have to leak it. You know, obviously part of the deal is whether you're Weinstein or a, or, a, or a House representative is this all stays quiet once we pay out. Once the taxpayer pays out, this all has to stay quiet. But somebody's got to leak that list. Does it go all the way back to, you know, John C. Calhoun? I don't know. Martin Van Buren? How many, I've heard he was a bit of a perv. How many men in government over the years have stuck their tongue down the throat of a woman who didn't want that? <laughs> Quite a few. My kid is heading in that direction toward working in government. I've been really concerned about that. I hope things are actually changing. Oh, I think they are. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.